Now at Mickey D's, when you buy any crispy chicken sandwich or quarter pounder with cheese, you'll get a free medium fry and free medium drink when you order on the app. So do you have the app? How are you going to get this deal if you don't have the app? I know you have a phone. Anywho, if you have the app, enjoy your free fries and drink. If you don't, you can't see me. But know that I'm shaking my head. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Limited time only. I participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. G'day, everyone, and welcome back to our third episode of Grow Your Brand, the podcast show where we talk about how to unlock your potential so you can get more out of your life. I'm your host, Lauren Cress, the business scientist, and today we're talking about brand integrity and how to build trust amongst your key stakeholders. And just quickly, in case you're not familiar with the term stakeholders, your stakeholders are individuals or groups who are affected by or will affect your brand, your business, your project, your campaign, etc. right? They exist both outside of you or your business. These are called your external stakeholders and also inside your business, your internal stakeholders. Examples of external stakeholders would be your suppliers, your alliances and your customers. And examples of internal stakeholders would be your virtual assistant, your staff members and your board of directors. Okay, so to start with, what does brand integrity mean? What do I mean by that? What does, what, what does everyone mean by that? <laughs> well, generally when we talk about integrity, we're talking about people doing what they say and saying what they do. So it's this idea that your actions are aligned with your values, your beliefs, and your attitudes. It's the same thing with brand integrity. So for instance, is your business delivering on the value it promised to create? An important thing to keep in mind, and something that's actually less spoken about by brand experts, is that in many ways, we perceive and judge brands the same way we perceive and judge people. We believe that what people do reflects who they are. So people behave in a way and we go, oh, that's their personality. That's the, that shows their true colours, you know. We're less likely to think about the specific situation and circumstance they're in. This is actually a cognitive bias and it's known as the fundamental attribution error. So if someone does something that we deem to be wrong, we can end up thinking who they are is a bad person or if it's a company, what they did was wrong. They are therefore a bad company. Like if I met, met this guy or this girl out at a bar and I said that I was single and I wanted to go on, on a date with them, but I'm currently in a relationship, a lot of people would say I was wrong and that I was a bad person. Like, oh, she's one of those people. But then what if I also told you that I just found out just a few hours before that my partner had cheated on me with my best friend? Would you still think I was wrong or bad as a person? Or would you maybe kind of understand the situation a little bit more? It's the same action, but there's a different judgment, right? This is really, really important to remember when it comes to building brand trust and demonstrating brand integrity. Because brand integrity isn't about being 100% perfect and infallible 100% of the time. It's not about always doing exactly what you said you were going to do. Because sometimes that's just not possible. Things get in the way and it will drive you nuts. If you try to be perfect, it will drive you nuts and it'll actually make you a lot harder on yourself and your business than you need to be. Uh, it also gives you less room for experimentation and innovation, 
which are really important for keeping our brand relevant as the world rapidly changes faster and faster. So let's say my business promised to launch an upgrade to our app by January 2020, right? But it didn't actually come out until May 2020. It's really easy to see how this would damage the business's reputation, And not just for customers, but potentially for other stakeholders as well, right? Like shareholders, uh, things like that. It might mean that the board asks that the CEO resigns, you know, that kind of thing. So without proper communication, this kind of mistake can look really bad and it can actually really affect the company. But what we need to think about in that situation is, okay, what, what what do we need to explain? What do people care about in order for us to manage this situation? And what's actually gone on? Why has this happened? So maybe there's a, there's a fair reason or a reason that actually could put the company in a really good light. Like maybe the person in charge of the launch had found out that his wife had terminal cancer and he said, look, can I just work like one or two days per week? I really want to be with my wife and my kids during this time. Or like what if one of the developers discovered her team could deliver a much more valuable upgrade by stretching out the timeline? If this is the case, what we're actually, again, needing to understand is what motivates and drives the people who have a stake in our company, who are affected by the decisions that we make and the way that we act, and what do they need to hear to to understand what's actually going on? How do we kind of take them away from judging who we are and get them to understand the circumstance that we found ourselves in? So instead, when it comes to integrity, whether we're talking about a business or a person, what we really need to understand is how to contextualize information in relation to the stakeholders we're communicating to. So we need to understand who we're talking to, what they care about, and what biases and assumptions and other influences are acting on the way that they perceive us. We need to actually understand that so that we can influence the way that they perceive us in future. We don't really have complete control over how people perceive our brand, but we can have a big influence on how they perceive that. And that really comes down to understanding human behaviour and understanding how to communicate. As some of you may know, I didn't actually study marketing or business. I studied science. I'm always very open about this in interviews and stuff as well. And I'm really proud of that because specifically what I studied was neuroscience and human behavior, which is a huge advantage for me in brand strategy, because the key to demonstrating integrity lies in understanding how people think, how they judge, how they assess, how they decide and how they act. And this is what brand strategists need to anticipate and think about. And that's why it's so much more about psychology and neuroscience than it is about marketing and advertising. Growing a strong brand is less about being perfect and never getting a customer complaint and more about clearly communicating with each and every stakeholder. And we do that by understanding their mindset and their motivations. And that's what we're going to talk about more in our next episode. In the meantime, if you'd like to download the transcript from this show, head over to laurencress.com slash grow your brand and if you want to send me a tweet or connect with me on LinkedIn, my Twitter handle is at laurencress89. And my LinkedIn profile, if you just look up Lauren Cress, you'll find me. I'll have all the links in the show notes. Until next time, I'll speak to you again soon. 
Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Bye.